uh, episode number two of Yams podcast. Uh, I'm Mike. Hello. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Anna. Anna, are you here? Yes. Anna's here. <laughs> We're ready to go. Um, we have our costume designer as our guest today, Noah. Hello. Um, again. <laughs> this is Yams the podcast. The, reason, the podcast you have no reason to listen to, but you know you are listening to it. Um, Noah, you don't care who he is. You don't care who we are, but you're still listening to this. So welcome, Noah, our Noah. costume designer. Happy to have you. Oh, thanks, Mike. I actually, um, you know, I was, I was doing design work in Paris, yeah. and I heard the first episode of Yams, and I thought, now, people can't see them, but I want to make sure that they look fabulous. Right, right. Well, that's... that's you why have I... me all dressed up. She looks good. She's wearing a... What's she wearing? She's wearing what Katy Perry wore during the Super Bowl halftime yeah. show a few years ago. <laughs> um, and Mike is left shark. Um, yeah, I'm wearing the shark costume. That may or may not be a sexual thing, but that's that's next episode. I don't I don't have any mobility because I'm wearing that costume right now, and I have you to thank for that. It's tight as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> also, everybody listening, you may hear our uh, live studio audience. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, you know, Yam sort of took off. Twenty-two views on the first on the first episode. Uh, Twenty-two views in the first episode, so we're doing really, really well. Uh, we already have a massive audience of four people, <laughs> one of whom is just laughing and recording right now, and it's fantastic. Full disclosure. Um, full disclosure. We paid them four thousand dollars to laugh at all of our jokes. We are paying them to be here. Yes. Yes. Um, um, the podcast hasn't made money yet, so we've taken a second mortgage out from our homes. Money? Any sponsors? Uh, we made fractions of a penny, if you count that as money. <laughs> um, we've made one of one of twenty thousand dollars. One of twenty. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? Yes, I'm not sure I can visualize exactly Anna, what that means. And you're exactly correct. <laughs> yeah. But I know that this I know this to be true. <laughs> So for those listening, Noah, our costume designer, is a very close friend of mine from school. He, he happens... Uh, sorry, I just had a little weird hiccup. He is just visiting for the weekend. Happy to have him here. Um, Thanks for having me, Mike. Yeah, I mean, of course. Of course. And, you know, we're in our, our very exquisite studio right now. Uh, we're actually overlooking the White House right now. That's... It's like uh, when George Stephanopoulos gets gets interviewed, and they have like the fake screen of the White House in the background. That's we're actually in the place where this, the picture of the screen was. George taken. Stephanopoulos. Yeah, wearing that tight little suit, and the... <laughs> he's Greek. Yeah, yeah. he was Clinton's uh, Clinton's uh, campaign manager, right? I don't know. Yes, he was. Wait, you know Can't the camera, right, Michael? Ow! And it's tickling me. My mom texted me. One thing happens to people. It's called getting fat and happy. Don't fall into that. Michael is cute and very fit and dresses super nice. Oh, she thinks you're gonna I didn't fat. know this. <laughs> I've never felt so single in my life. <laughs> my heart. I know people say their heart skips a beat. Mine just skipped several several beats. Oh, oh my gosh, Anna, that is so. I'm hugging myself. So hard right one. Jesus. Yeah. So alone. Oh, Gab, she's right next to you. <laughs> Alright, I'm hugging Gabby. Thank you, Gabby. Noah is now currently hugging our studio audience. <laughs> I got 
got paid for that. <laughs> yeah. Inappropriate. Uh, I think Anna has something she wants to say. She's uh, a. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you were recently in Israel. That's correct, right? I was in the homelands, the, the land homeland. of my people, the land of uh, oh, so you're Jewish. ancestors. You could say I'm Jewish. You could say that. You'd be right. You'd be right. At what percentage? Uh, what kind well, of Jewish are you? So, so genetically, I'm 100% Jewish, I can tell you. Uh, my mother and my father are Jewish. If I was a racehorse, I'd be a purebred. <laughs> and I would win. Um, on, wait, so how Ashkenazi are you? I'm I'm very fucking Ashkenazi. I'm I'm Ashkenazi as fuck. Uh, Ancestry.com Ancestry.com told me that I'm 97%. You know that Ashkenazi Jews have a very high risk of genetic problems, right? All right. Well, I'm a genetic marvel, so I lucked out there. Um, I did spend a week in Israel. It was a week. I thought you said eight days. It was about. It was eight days, including travel. I did, I did a, like, a shorter trip. Um, went with my brother. On birthright? Shout out to Jake. He's probably listening right now. Hey, Jake. Uh, Jake, did you know that your brother is going to be a costume designer for our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Write into our email, yams at gmail.com. Uh, we our, still don't have that set up. We have it set up, but it will be set up. <laughs> and if yams at gmail is already taken, it'll be yams123 at <laughs> And speaking of this, we will also be hiring an administrative assistant to be answering our fan mail. This. So if you are interested in the position, please uh, send your resumes to yams at gmail.com. And if that doesn't work, yams123 at gmail.com. Well, it'll still work. It'll just go the wrong person. (laughs) But to reiterate, we do not have an assistant to read said email, so we're not sure how you would get the job. I am, I, Michael is the assistant. I'm the assistant and the manager at the same time. Yes. 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 <laughs> they wanted they wanted me to be the financial director because of the whole Judaism thing, as, as we as we've gone over already. But do you feel like you're being stereotyped? Whoa, that's a Whoa. good question. I wasn't until right now. Anna is currently throwing change at me. I'm not sure what to do. Here. I don't have any change. 67 cents. I've counted it already. I have a gift. You're um, welcome. I'm keeping every single damn penny. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you. Um, it's a good question, though, Anna. As a, as a Jewish, Jewish man, do, do you ever feel stereotyped at all? Are you asking this to me? Yes. You're is, this, is this from our fan mail? Because I, I see it like is. a pile of. I would also like to hear Gabby's response to this as well. Should we should we bring Gabby into the? Could, should Gabby and I tag team? Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from our studio audience, Gabby, welcome. Woo! <laughs> well, hello. All right, so we have two Jews on one side. Of the <laughs> one male, one female, both Ashkenazi as fuck. Yeah. Um, so if our viewers have any questions, please, once again, email yams <laughs> at gmail.com. That is Y-A- Or yams one two three With a silent J at the end. At gmail.com. Thank you. All right, we actually already have a few emails that have come in so far. Uh, Mike, do you want to read? Right. You want to read the first yes. email? Dear Yams, I don't know why they didn't use our names there. 
Because, as we covered on the last episode, A stands for Anna and M stands for Michael. They should have known that. But they said, Dear Yams. Also, our... And our, the J is for Jew. Silent <laughs> <laughs> J. Our viewers... Silent uh, J. We're not sure if they're anti-Semitic or very passionate, but... We support anybody that comes out. Um, <laughs> all right, here's the mail. Dear Yams, thank you for all that you do. Your first episode really got me back on track. Wow, Jesus. What did we even talk about last episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Your first episode really got me back on track, just keeping it real and not really worrying about caring what others think. Wow, this is very nice. Um, I, have, I have one question for you. Uh, and that question is, what do you do to keep yourself sane every day? <laughs> I... Uh, sincerely, I won't use the person's name. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. First of all, I don't know that I'm sane, period. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing a shark costume. He's not sane. Anna, what about you? What do I do to feel sane? Yeah. I just do some like... You have to describe what you're doing. <laughs> it's a, it's a podcast. Please describe so, what you're doing. Uh, our studio audience can see her, but our other audience members... Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> and just spilled beer on her jeans that looked like they were mauled by a tiger. <laughs> oh, my God, you spilled a lot. <laughs> okay. Um, so what Anna was doing, she was... Taking her hand, if you take your hand and expand all your fingers as far as they can... I'm breathing in deep. You're taking a deep breath. She expanded all of her fingers, and then as she exhaled in her deep breath, she brought her fingers together and went and exhaled through her mouth sort of aggressively. She went... It's an ancient Buddhist method, I believe. Yeah. It's kind of like in high school musical where it's a like... That's actually, that's actually exactly what it is. She goes... But I also spilled on my um, top. She spilled and there's some some beer stains on her jeans. Um, but anyway, back to the question. Gabby, you are still in the in an honorary guest. Thank you. Uh, as Jewish Americans. Jewish. Amen. <laughs> Shabbat Shalom, actually. Yeah, yeah. It is Shabbat. American Jews. American Jews. I'm actually not American Jew. Right. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> um Anna asked a very profound question. Thank you, I did. Um, do you ever feel st- do you ever feel stereotyped ever? Um, I have. Yeah. At, at Penn State, actually, I was in my apartment, and someone came into the room and laughed at my mezuzah on the door and said, really? "Stupid Jews." Yo. So I punched him in the face and You're kicked really him out of my apartment. God bless America, my right? That's fucked. Yeah. Are you yes. kidding me? Oh, wow. That's really shitty. Oh my god. That's messed up, man. Yeah. To to our to our viewers, uh, Gabby is a boxer, so I can only imagine how much that punch hurt. <laughs> I pray to God that I never get on her bad side. <laughs> Watch out, Noah. Seriously. <laughs> You're sitting right next to her. Be careful. Yeah, there's a pillow in between us. So I, might, I, might, I might keep it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say for me, speaking personally, I grew up in a town filled with Jews to the brim. We were everywhere. <laughs> On every, every corner, every convenience store, 
Every bank. Um, <laughs> no, no Every fun, bank. <laughs> I grew up in a town with a lot of Jews, so I felt like it was pretty acceptable uh, there. Mm -hmm. I feel like most of my interactions with people regarding Judaism comes in the form of jokes, uh, which I can oh. perpetuate from time to time, as you might have seen already for, through the entirety of this podcast. I've seen the entirety of this podcast in the four years that we were at school together, yeah. This is true, yeah. Wait, I think Gabby has a joke. How did Moses brew his tea? I don't know. Something with him. He brews it. Oh! <laughs> Let's get it, Hebrew? He brews it. Idiots! I'm glad. That's fair. And this is probably a good time to announce our sponsor for tonight's podcast. Yes, we need to say uh, we have absolutely no sponsors for this podcast. And, you know, if you want to sponsor it, you totally can. Well, uh, we're, looking, we're looking for free money. Uh, and we're happy to give a little spiel. But as of right now, we have zero sponsors. I'm actually seeing a, a ticker on the bottom of my screen here that we've recently been sponsored by the Israeli Defense Force. <laughs> <laughs> No way. That's good. They're, they're pretty defense force. They're pretty tough bunch. I'm kind of scared. We come to you whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, no, you were in Israel. Did you feel unsafe there oh. ever? Uh, no. I never I never felt unsafe. The power of Gabby's punch was always behind me. <laughs> um, no, I didn't feel unsafe. I think it gets kind of a bad rep from the outside and definitely there are like some larger scale like terrorist attacks there but i never felt like scared walking around at night or anything like that like that type of petty crime i never worried about That's good. and i talked to women on my trip and they felt a similar vibe oh good of course very important um and you said that the the uh the aircraft that you carried on was quite unique yes. uh, on your way to israel is that right? Yes. Yeah, so the whole flying experience, and maybe maybe Gabby will, will know what I'm talking about. You fly LL. I flew LL. So, um, <laughs> so um, LL Airlines is, for, for, for those Christians or, or non-Jews in the crowd, are, is like the, the Israeli Airlines. And it's very similar to uh, planes one may have taken internationally with a few major distinctions, that being that there are, like, spaces in the plane which may or may not be intentionally designated but are certainly used for prayer. Mm -hmm. And because the Orthodox Jews stand up and pray, like, multiple times a day, at any given moment on the flight, there are probably, like, 25 people standing and swaying and praying with, you know, their... All, all the, all the garb and the yeah, yeah, um, and the oh, the babies and the, and also like the the Orthodox men can't touch women who they're not married to, so they have to like before the flight, um, they're like swap. There was a ton of seat swapping or something. It felt like a mm. second grade field trip or something. Boy, girl, boy, or boy, boy, girl, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so was it the same coming back to the United States? Yeah, it was the same coming back. Uh, large number of, of of Orthodox Jewish folk, as one might imagine, right. traveling from Israel. Cool, a cool experience. Yeah. Um, cool, man. <sighs> so, so Mike. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. 
<laughs> Mike, you've been living in you've been living in DC for six to eight months now. Some some somewhere around there. So about seven months. Seven yep. months. So right in the middle of what I just said. You are correct. <laughs> How do you like it so far? Do you have any, any I love anything it. funny? Happening? I really do love it. Um, Tell some funny stories. Funny stories. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Noah's from Boston, um, and he still he lives in Boston right now, and um, he has some funny homeless stories, homeless oh, yeah. people stories, homeless <laughs> homeless stories. I've seen some shit, guys. Yeah, <laughs> literally, literally. No, he will he will elaborate. Um, I mean, as far as just. Day to day funny stories. I mean, I could go into the Mr. Ramos story. Oh no! Yes. Do it. No. version of the Mr. Ramos. Okay. For those listening, you're getting very abbreviated. We don't need to talk about the Friday night. Oh shit! I used his real name. It's okay. All right. How many Mr. Ramoses are there in the world? Probably a lot. Probably not even his name. Yeah. Long story short, I was in New York City with my cousins for literally one night, and I went out. Regular night, and we ended up going out with a mafia guy who spent, I kid you not, $2,000 on the five of us, spending, opening closed bars for us, taking us to hookah bars, getting us bottle service, paying for pizza, paying for drinks, opening falafel trucks, walking around New York City, being very forward, has a very thick New York accent, he's like, you go, you boys gotta listen to me, all right? Keep it tight. We always keep it tight. I tell you to stay put. You stay put. You go around the block. You got to go around the block. Do you understand? Yes. He would do that. Um, and he would also say, people don't listen to me. People who are incorrect, they're hanging from that fucking lamppost over there. They're hanging from that lamppost, hang from that tree. You understand me? My mother, she brought this block when she was... Th- 22 years old or something. I don't know. He would make up all this shit and he's like, I'm wearing, I'm not wearing a $13,000 pinky ring for no reason, you know? he just make up all this stuff. Um, so, you, got, you got a tight ass. You got a yes. tight, <laughs> you got a tight <laughs> ass. And you go be walking around being very forward with uh, people, particularly women and homeless people. You got a very tight ass. Why? You got to watch out. <laughs> um, but the short story is we met him, thought he was in the mafia. He got us pizza and drinks and all that. Um, and then we were like, okay, we're going to have to kill someone tonight. That, like, like, that, like that's what's going to happen. It's like me, two of my cousins, and then two of my cousins' friend from school, and the three of them go to West Point. So three military men, and then me and one of my cousins. Three military men, and then Mike. <laughs> three military men, me, and then one of my cousins. Yeah. And they were, I was like, we're, we're doing something illegal tonight. I don't know what it was. Hey. Anna's hitting the microphone. Um. And um, I was like, we're doing something bad tonight. I don't know what it is, but it's going to happen because he's getting us drinks and pizza right at the get-go. He's like, I got two drivers outside. I'm going to tell them to go around the block. And we're like, oh, my goodness. What is going on? Um, but then it just sort of ended. It's a very anticlimactic ending. We just end up walking around the block. Going, He opened bars for us, um, got us into bottle service. He's whipped out $600 in cash to get us into this hookah bar. And he just, for no reason, we have no idea who this guy is. And he kept changing the story about who we were. He's like, these are my god kids. These are my god kids. This guy knows my son. They're coming in from California. They're coming in from California and Chicago, you know. They just He keeps changing the story every single bar that he opens for us, every single place we go into. Um, 
And yeah, I mean that's it. And then at the end of the day, or the morning, I was like, I don't want to be with this guy when the sun comes up, <laughs> because then I hate I don't this know. story. And then he, yeah, Anna has heard the story maybe seventeen thousand times. How many times you heard it? Ten, eleven. Okay. Anna's not in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it just ended with oh, me. It ended with me and one of my cousin's friends getting a cab back to our hotel room at 5.15 in the morning and then waiting for the rest of the group to get back at the quarter to six. And Mr. Ramos came all the way to the hotel with the second group. And then somehow they told him to leave. And he's like, all right, I got to go home to New Jersey anyway. I got to be back by Jersey, back in Jersey tonight. And it's like, okay, dude, you got to be back in Jersey at 5 30 after you've been with these 20, 20, between 20 and 23 year olds for the past five hours. What I, yeah, what I want to know about this story, there are many things I want to know. Yep. I want to know the identity of this man, Mr. Ramos. I want to know who he is. I want to know I mean, where he got $600 in cash to spend on these. That is, that is information I cannot disclose. But I also want to know, I want to know what the conversation was like when he got back to his house and he like saw his wife or, or his partner. We know he we know he has a partner. One of the bars that we went to, the lady who owned it said, "Yeah, he usually comes in with his wife, but he came in with us five young kids for that one night." And he's like, "I don't know what's going on." I would love to have been a fly on the wall for that conversation with his wife. A fly on the wall. What? What? Uh. Yeah, that's that's the nutshell Mr. Rainbow story. We were out for a very long time with this guy, and then we slowly realized that he wasn't mafia because he kept saying the same story over and over again. I know this guy. I own this building. Uh, this is a seventeen thousand dollar pinky ring. This is a thirteen thousand dollar pinky ring. This is a nine thousand dollar pinky ring. He kept changing the price of his pinky ring. He gave <laughs> he gave one of my cousin's friends his bracelet and said, "No one's gonna fuck with you when you wear this bracelet." Promise me that, okay? It was a Livestrong bracelet. No, yeah, right. It literally could have been. It was just a regular canvas bracelet with a fake like gem in it. It said Old Navy on it. <laughs> <laughs> The sale tag was literally, it said clearance, literally on the back. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's so bright. Yeah, it's about 4.11 p.m. <sighs> uh, but yeah, um, so yeah, that's the one story I had that's not related to living in D.C. at all. That was when I was in New York for 18 hours. <laughs> New York's a crazy place, man. Yeah. I could never live there. What? I could never live in New York. Why? There are too many crazy people there. I'm a, I, I like to think I'm a little more mellow than the people of New York. Yeah. It definitely has, like, a, a crazy energy. I feel like you have to have a certain type of uh, energy to be able to meet that. Craziness. Yeah, and I'm not there. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, you know, living in D.C. is great. Um, nothing crazy in terms of the day-to-day. Um, one of the things I notice the people who tend to be asking for money, they tend to heckle you a little bit and want to be very forward about getting money from you down here. That is true. I've noticed that a lot. Um, yeah. Any, it any. It doesn't happen. I feel like, honestly, I feel like it's because people in Boston are meaner. Yeah. And if somebody were to, like, ask somebody in Boston for money, they'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, savage, Do you have any particular stories you want to share about? God. All right, well. There's this one morning, right? So I was it's dead quiet. <laughs> I was, so I was walking to the gym, 
Uh, I, I usually get to work by like 8.45, so I try to go to the gym by like 6.30, 6.45, so it was, it, was, it was bright and early. And I live right near what we call the Greenway in Boston. Uh, it's kind of like a park. It's built over what used to be a highway. A little difficult to explain. I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> and as I'm walking through the Greenway, I just I like see this woman, no big deal, and I see her pull down her pants. And I was He's not like, kidding. His roommate can no, this is confirm true. this. Yeah. And she was like facing away from me and I like saw her pull down her pants and I was like, all right, maybe she's just like super drunk and like, I don't even know what I want to think was going to happen. But then she squatted down like straight in front of me in my line of sight where I was walking. And I think still maybe because I've never seen somebody poop before. (laughs) <laughs> but also maybe because it was 6 30 a.m maybe because i have faith in humanity or i did <laughs> i just thought maybe she needed a rest or something but um i saw this middle-aged woman pooping <laughs> towards me on the greenway he saw the darkness emerge and that no. was <laughs> and on that day I, and on that day i saw god another story that noah also knows from again a boston i believe a boston homeless person um noah's roommate yes he saw a person swimming laps in like a public water fountain no not a water fountain like a like like a a public fountain yeah um like a very shallow you know aesthetically pleasing fountain and they were just doing laps as if they're doing laps in a regular pool in the fountain <laughs> i think that's so funny that was a tough one back 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 bay in boston you, you see a little bit of, you see a mixed bag a little bit of everything there um just that's a question i have a listener question yeah, yeah we, we, listener's we question listener please question. uh noah can you pass your mic to jess boston. repeat your- what's the best thing to do in boston oh like in general yeah like i'm going there in like a month you're going there in a month yeah. So I would want to know a little bit about the person visiting. I'd want to know, do they like art? Do they like food? Do they like sports? Do they like to walk around? Maybe Noah place? should host this podcast instead of me. And Anna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jess, when you go to visit Boston, you're going to hang out with Noah. I would say, I'm going to speak for myself here. I'm a big food person. I love some food. Um, so I have a few recommendations in terms of areas to grab said food. Number one. I would head towards the North End. That's where I live. It's like the little area, little Italy area in Boston. There, like every single, every single storefront is an Italian restaurant. You have Monica's Mercato, which has the best Italian sandwich in Boston. You have Bova's Bakery. It's one of the only twenty-four-seven places in Boston. You have Regina Pizzeria, uh, which is unreal pizza. You got um, Modern Pastry. We got some great pastries. So really, just a lot of options. In the North End. And that's also where I live. There you go. So. All right. Our studio audience has thinned down to two. Uh, instead of four. Four to two. Um, but it's okay. Yes. That's no, that's no great, great recommendation. Great recommendations to Jess. Yes. Can't wait um, to go to sleep. And I can't wait to go to sleep. Um, we have been doing a little drinking during the day here today. That would be a great idea to record this podcast. Um, but yeah. Um. We are 27 and a half minutes in, and, uh, you know, I think that's enough. I think, I think we can call it pretty pretty damn soon, Mike. Yeah. 
I think you're right. We covered a lot of very important things today. Um, if you have any, if you, if you have any follow up questions to anything we've talked about here today, correct. So we definitely will. So many questions. Again, email <laughs> yams at gmail.com or yams one two three at gmail.com with your answers to why the hell you listen to this podcast. You have no reason to be listening to this podcast, and any follow up questions for our wonderful first guest Noah. Um, Thank you for listening to Yams the podcast. This is our second episode, and I would like to send them off a little bit. Peace. Peace. Thank you very much. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into that episode of Yams the podcast. A uh, little correction: we discussed our actual email address for where you can email in. Why the hell are you listening to this podcast? Please let us know, and we let you know uh, that the email is either yams at gmail dot com or yams one two three at gmail dot com. But Hilariously enough, and unfortunately, both of those email addresses were already taken. So the email that you should email us to answer the question, why are you listening to the podcast? And if you just want to reach out, say anything you want to us, uh, the email address is yamspodcast123 at gmail.com. That is yamspodcast123 at gmail.com. Y-A-M-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-123 at gmail.com. A nice, easy one to remember. <laughs> um, but yeah yamspodcast123 at gmail.com. Let us know why the heck you are listening to our silly little show, although we very much appreciate you listening to this episode. Uh, Thanks so much again for tuning in to this latest installment of Yams. See you later.